You are listening to the Corona Diaries, brought to you by Allegra. For more information, please visit allegralaboratory.net. Good morning. It's Panagiota Cochila, talking from Barcelona. I'm a researcher at the Universitat Autónoma de Barcelona and ICTA. I am I'm researching on urban environmental justice and sustainability, political ecology and public health. In Barcelona, we were just told yesterday that we will be in confinement for until the 24th of April. So another two weeks of what we knew um, as of yesterday. And after that date, there will probably be a protocol of uh, slow release where um, some of the some of the non-essential professions will be allowed to go back to business um, and gradually um, people with less risk i suppose will also be allowed to um to circulate in the streets of the city uh, this is according to sources and a proposed report we don't really know yet how this is going to go and um, especially we don't know when the schools are going to be open and if they will open this school year or not and we also don't know whether the growing demand for um, allowing kids to get out of the house um, in controlled conditions like with a with an accompanying adult maintaining safe distances as it is happening at the moment i believe in italy um, we also don't know if this will be allowed during the these next three weeks that we will be in confinement um, what this means for families um, and people that live with children like myself is that we have to continue learning and adapting in this situation of um, not only having a very limited social life and facing um, some sort of uh, loneliness or um, inability to, to share our thoughts and feelings with other people other than our very close ones, but it also... Um, means that our work will have to continue to adapt to our uh, personal lives and our personal lives will have to continue to adapt to our uh, working lives. And I have to say that in my house, this has happened quite a bit. Um, I was surprised to realize that my three-year-old now can um, happily wait for me to finish writing a document or send an email or even sit next to me while I while I work whereas this would be absolutely um un inconceivable um pre-corona times um at the same time people uh, are more let's say understanding or even I'd say more aware because they always were understanding in theory but now they're more aware of the urgency of 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 situations when having a kid because um, they just storm into the room when you have a meeting online or um, they get sick when you don't expect it so you can't attend things so now it's I think it's becoming more obvious and more visible to people at work as well uh, and these are both positive changes which brings me to um, the issue of care that uh, I shortly talked about in the previous century um, I just wanted to share here that um, I was very moved and motivated by this initiative um, from uh, a network of people um, in Global Women's Strike and Women of Color Global Women's Strike um, working towards uh, 
the establishment of a care income as part of the Green New Deal for Europe. So a care income uh, across the planet for all those of every gender who care for people, who care for urban and rural environments and the natural world. And this demand has been um, discussed during these weeks of coronavirus as care has taken a central stage in how we um, deal with this challenge and how we also um, deal deal with it as in in the social sense but also in a personal sense um, in it, it penetrates multiple spheres of life and it is those activities of cares that have um, that are now more visibly um, seen to sustain us and, and and be able to support life and of course these discussions are not entirely new but um, as other as other types of claims and discussions I think that this uh, pandemic has perhaps offered the ground uh, for these discussions to um, warm up even more and even under these circumstances where we can't meet with each other and discuss um, in the same room um, even under these circumstances there is this um, sort of invisible there are invisible connections you know going through through the net through digital means um, which are very lively and very interesting and people discussing issues that range from uh, how we can help each other, how we can care for ourselves and our families, to how we can care for our neighbors, our neighborhoods, um, our city, the most vulnerable groups in our city, um, how we can care more for those sectors that need our support, like healthcare, um, education, um, the, the informal economy of the household, and also how we can change life in general in this planet um, so as to be able to respond, not only to respond to, to challenges that might appear such as, such as this pandemic, but also to fight against the circumstances that have made this pandemic emerge, but also the, the kind of circumstances and conditions and structures that um, have turned this pandemic into a, a complete disaster. Uh, especially suffered by by those mo most vulnerable groups and most marginalized groups in society. So just a few examples um, over here. There's a lot of networks organizing for shopping and dropping off groceries to elderly people in the neighborhood, um, making sure nobody is left without the, the basics, as, but also that nobody's left um, feeling lonely and abandoned. There's um there, there's also a bunch of initiatives um about documenting the experiences. Uh, for example, there's an initiative of on uh, documenting how nurses and and ambulance drivers and other people that are in the front of um uh of this of this uh, fight against the coronavirus. So how do they experience? What is their perspective about what's happening? And I think this would be really useful archives, like like what we are doing here also in in these diaries, it'll be a useful archive for us to revisit and be able perhaps to understand better what happened from different perspectives. Um, and the views of those people are very valuable at the moment. They're very busy trying to save our lives, but um, what they see and what they experience is also something that we cannot, uh, that we're not able to see as we have to remain at home. Um, 
another uh, beautiful initiative is um, one that's called uh, Pinta la Pinza, so it means paint the clothespins. And it was initiated by this girl that um, lost a loved one and also um, can't see her mom because her mom is in quarantine at the moment. And uh, yeah, the initiative is about painting a clothespin and donating one euro for the fight against coronavirus. And it has become uh, quite big here, quite viral <laughs> in a good sense. Uh, and other stuff that just uh, make you feel that you're still part of a community, that you're still doing things together with other people. Every day we get out in our balconies and, and clap for and clap for those and cheer for those people that work in, in healthcare um, units, for the nurses, the doctors, um, the cleaners, every, everybody who is out there um, every day, um, basically making this uh, easier for, for all of us. And every Saturday we also clap for the kids that are in their houses, um, confined, even if they don't fully understand why, um, trying to, you know, um, motivate them and let them know that we also acknowledge their struggle, even if sometimes they don't find the words to express it. We acknowledge their, um, they are being very brave. So there's all these things that um, is part of the balcony life that has evolved uh, here in Barcelona. And the city, the municipality has also uh, been quite proactive in establishing some platforms in order to help with this. So we have a new platform called um, Barcelona desde casa. So it's part of a, of a, of a platform that, that existed before, which was a participatory platform for um, enabling participation in various forms, deciding and voting or um, proposing projects for the city. And this particular one in relation to coronavirus is basically a platform where everybody from home can post um, cultural, sport, care or educational activities. And in that way, um, people can join those activities. So if somebody can play the guitar, they can post that, you know, every day or every Wednesday at six, I will be giving guitar class for free online. Or um, people can also publicize community initiatives of mutual support, uh, whether they are the ones who are um, who are organizing that or or a network in their neighborhood. It's just a way to organize all this information about how to get the things that we need uh, from our home. Um, and it's very useful because it's organized by neighborhood. So I hope that these kind of um, initiatives really multiply and, um, and gain in strength because we really, really need them as this confinement goes on. Um, that's all from me. Stay safe and healthy and I'll um, talk to you next week.